I was way off beat. I was trying to do my OJ to Jume and keep it one. <laughs> welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. You know what? Not welcome. Uh, this is the only podcast in the world where we love everybody. We hate on everything. And I appreciate you being here. Please be sure to leave a rating. Please review whatever app you're listening in. I saw we are on Audible now. I think that's part of Amazon. So, and we're on Spotify and you can leave ratings in Spotify now. Uh, there's Apple Moo, Apple Music. You can even leave a review and then people can see your funny little comment if you want to leave it. And if it's funny enough, if it's good enough, I will post it on my Instagram story. So all of like 400 people can see it because I am the new shadow band king. I had that title reserved for Operation Butthurt, but guess what, Angel? I got you. I got you beat. I got you beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. No one wants to be defeated. Blocked by social media, censored by big tech. But Elon Musk is gonna buy Twitter and I'm gonna insult some people, people. I cannot wait for Biggie to come through and just fucking put his big old South African dong on the Twitter table and let us light it back up. If you guys don't have Rumble, by the way, go to Rumble and sign up. I think I've talked about Rumble before, but Rumble is pretty cool and Rumble is the future because, and they have this nice, so if you have a YouTube channel, you can just sync your your Rumble with your YouTube and it kind of works as uh, an SS, RSS feed or as such to where whatever you do on your YouTube, it just translates over to the Rumble. And so if you ever do get nuked, you still have all your videos, even if you don't garnish a following over there. I got like seven followers over there and my videos get the same my videos get the same amount of plays as on my YouTube where I have 750 subscribers, which by the way, go over to my YouTube and sub over there, even though it really doesn't matter because everybody just wants to be TikTok at this point. Everybody wants to be TikTok and it's either your, your shit goes super viral or nobody sees it instead of, Hey, let me just build a solid, slow and steady base of people that are interested in my content and it'll actually show up on their feed if they follow me or subscribe to my channel. No, let's either show it to a million strangers or nobody because we want to be like TikTok because all we care about is getting muns. It's time for us to break up the monopoly, dude. It's time for us to break up the monopoly, start using platforms that actually reward you fairly. Uh, Rumble actually pays you twice as much as YouTube. Twice which just shows what YouTube could afford. I mean, YouTube could afford to at least pay their people 25% more to the content creators, but you know, and then they're owned by Google. So if you Google anything, of course, a YouTube videos, it's just, it's a big monopoly, dude. It's the same way you had the industrial revolution monopolies and the Rockefellers and all these, you know, the people they call the evil capitalists now. Um, all the like blue haired dumbasses that are talking about, oh, and it's going to be fascist when Elon Musk buys Twitter and doesn't allow one side to censor the other because not allowing censorship is fascism and it's an attack to our democracy. And you're like, hey, what part of the democracy is that attacking? I don't really know, but I heard it on CNN and I saw somebody get fact-checked on CNN and now that is right-wing news. God, dude, kill me. I just want to, I just want to build a big, like, combat vehicle like a big combat bus or something like that like mod a school bus and just go live out in the wilderness and drink out of cricks and wear bearskin 
be fucking lit, dude. Find like three wives and find like three wives and just go settle down, you know? One hot one, one Olga, and then one really smart one that knows how to like build and engineer stuff because God knows I don't. I will just be there to be the the dick to reproduce and like fight off wolves if Olga can't take them. But yeah. Um, yeah, that reminds me of like some Charles Manson shit now that I think about it. Um, he actually has a pretty fire song. That's going to be the outro song on this episode. So stick around for that. Um, I wanted to learn... I told, uh, told my buddy Paul Cyphers he should do this because he can actually sing well, but I don't think he'll ever actually do it. Uh, I think I'm going to go to an open mic, like a music open mic, and play uh, this Charles Manson song because it's a fire song. And then at the end of it, when people are clapping because I sang it beautifully and played it like a pro because I practiced my guitar so fucking much, um, I'm going to be like, yes, by the way, that was a Charles Manson song. You can follow me on Instagram at lordpetty2 underscores because my original two accounts got nuked for spreading dangerous misinformation. Uh, uh, I was scrolling today and I saw I straight up saw this chick's nipples. I saw a bitch's nipples on my timeline. I'm not upset about it. Obviously, I love me some titties. You know, like I'm a feminist, all right? I am a feminist when it comes down to it because... I think it's very empowering for chicks to fuck me. Dates are expensive. I don't want to go pay a bunch of money for dates. Fight the patriarchy and just sleep with me. No strings attached. You don't need to buy into these old bullshit virtues from oppressive patriarchal America about, you know, there is nothing sexual about the nipple. Let me see them titties and don't make me pay for dates or do chivalrous things. Okay? You can earn more money than me. You can pay for everything. I don't want to do any of that. And if the burglar comes in the house, that's on you, bro. I'm going to hop out of the window. <laughs> because there's no physical difference between men and women. That's why men should be allowed to compete in women's sports. Because uh, there's no reason that men go to jail for putting their dirty hands on women. You know, we talk about like toxic masculinity, right? We talk about toxic masculinity being the problem, but it's the lack of it. Because if you go to prison, right? If you're a scumbag and you put your hands on women because women are physically inferior, they're not as people inferior, they're, they have strengths in their own ways, they're way more smarter than we are, but they are physically weaker. It just is what it is. That's why men should not be beaten up on women in MMA or something like that. And that's why in the male world with high testosterone, if you hear about another man putting his hands on a woman or a child, they get fucked up. Even around like, when you go to prison, right? If you go to prison, if somebody comes in and they hurt somebody that was more vulnerable, uh, they get turned into a bitch because male intuition is to be a protector. And so when people talk about, oh, male uh, toxic masculinity, blah, blah, blah. No, it's the lack of masculinity. It's these wolves in sheep's clothing that are, the serious versions of the shit that I was just joking about, about like being a feminist. It's like these weirdo male feminists and shit that are a threat. It's like nice guys. This is why women are biologically wired to not fuck with nice, nice guys because they know there's a catch. They know he's going to feel entitled to her vagina just for being nice to her or something, you know? It just is what it is, bro. Don't kill the messenger. Don't kill the little boy messenger. 
Yeah, um, but yeah. So I'm I am a, 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 a feminist now. But it is really a thing, you know, think about it. And that's why usually you can't get these amount. No, this message that I'm saying will never get out on like a, a news station or something like that because people would never let you get that much out. You would never be able to get that, that point across and get it out to most people because that cognitive dissonance kicks in. And people are just like, eh, I don't like this. Eh, eh. I don't like these words. I don't like this thing going against my preconceived notions that go against what I saw on television. Because we all know TV is real because we're all brainwashed from all the shit we watch. I can't even watch TV, dude. I turn on the TV and I immediately want to just kill myself. I'm watching a show and of course, whatever the fuck the show is, you know, somebody is doing some super misogynistic shit or some super racist shit or whatever it is. And then people feel like, oh, well, you know, it's it's basically fear mongering. It's the same way we talk about the news fear mongering about like foreigners and shit like that. It's how Hollywood and Hollywood is such a dirtbag organization. Hollywood makes no sense because they talk all about all the racism and all the misogyny in the world and all the or gun violence. And then it's like every movie that you watch is, you know, fucking an actress when she's over 30, they won't let her work anymore. So that's misogynistic. And they talk about, oh, we need gun control. And then every movie is just some guy shooting the place up making a bunch of money off of murder and whatnot. And then just painting all men as these terrible, terrible creatures, like fear-mongering. No, you know what we need? The only thing that defeats fucking bad men is good men who are even stronger, willing to go further and kill bad people. That is the only thing. I was talking to my sister about this. and She, she kind of threw the solution out there that the only way that she sees things changing is if guys stand up against like bad things towards women, which it does happen, but it needs to happen more because you get caught up in like the far left feminists being like, oh, I'm as strong as a man and uh, don't open doors for me. And that kind of class. So you kind of check out and you're like, fuck that. But no, good men need to protect women and kids. Like if you see some fucked up shit, you know, you need to don't be that weird guy, though. If you just see, you know, some chick decking a guy in the head and then when the guy finally like backhands her back to get her like the fuck off of him and then you jump him with like five people when he was just getting his ass beat by her for like six minutes you know you see those videos um that's the thing like a lot of these chicks need to stop acting like dudes that shit always bothers me like if you're a woman and if you see a fight or like don't put your hands on people nobody should put their hands on anybody like just walk the fuck away but especially when you see uh, like two men going at it and if you're a woman, the best thing you can do is just get the fuck out of the way because you're just going to make it worse. You're going to just distract the person you're with and then he's going to get clocked in the face or the guy's going to accidentally punch. Either way, you're just going to be in the way and you're going to just, just escalate the situation because as soon as it once the testosterone's going, then when women are around, nobody wants to look like a bitch and it just escalates the whole thing. You know? You know what I'm saying? I heard this, uh, I heard this saying the other day, uh, like I think it came from a Megan the Stallion song. She said, broke boys don't deserve pussy. And then I see a bunch of dudes repeating that. And I find that shit a hilarious. Like if you listen to my, or if I say, listen, cause I've been recording my book on audiobook, which will be out probably next week. So keep an eye on that. I have, uh, 
the list of people I need to send that list to, uh, that link to once it does. But yeah, keep an eye out for uh, the Petty Principles on audiobook. I have a whole chapter in there. Well, no, a part of a chapter where I talk about the male slut. And the male slut is somebody who gets just used for his resources with nothing and nothing in return, just exploited for his goods. The same way how a female slut gets exploited for her goods just for empty validation uh, and lack of confidence and self-esteem, that's how males get exploited financially and for favors and stuff like that. So go check out the book and read about that. But uh, So that goes hand in hand with this thing I heard where they're like, oh, broke boys don't deserve no pussy. And then, you know, guys will start saying it because they want women to think they got money and blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm going to tell you guys right now, if you've never been broke and gotten some fire pussy, you haven't been living life. Because that means all you've ever had is transactional pussy. You've never had validation pussy. And I'm telling you right now, the validation pussy hits twice as hard. Because that means she actually is sexually attracted to you, not just like, nah, maybe this guy will fix my toilet after my side dude takes a shit and then clogs it. It's two different worlds, bro. Two different worlds. Broke boys don't deserve no pussy. You know what? Fucking hoes don't deserve my money. How about that? Put that in your pipe and smuck it. <laughs> oh, that was a gross laugh. I just heard it back. I've been smoking. I was smoking cigarettes on the road, dude. I was smoking cigarettes on the road, then just breathing all that LA air. I went to a fucking, uh, I went to this country Western bar the other night. Did I already talk about this on an episode? I don't think I did. But you know, I always joke about like far right Latinas. And uh, the truth of the matter is I've never even been with the far right Latina. It's just, it's funny. It's, it's memeable. And uh, I do have a thing for Latinas though. But so we went to this thing, we went to this super country bar and I was wearing, you know, the country tie thing where I don't know, even know what to call it. My Texas hat, some denim. And uh, this was in Long Beach, California. And um, I'm looking for far-right Latinas, and the very first thing I see is a Hispanic dude with a sweatshirt that says, F the Hell's Angels. And I've watched Gangland, and I've, I don't even feel comfortable talking about how I know about that organization. Not that I have anything to do with that. I have nothing to do with them. I don't know anybody, but I've known... I just know how they operate, and I would never say anything bad about that operation because I know what would happen. And I saw a guy wearing a sweatshirt with that statement on it, and I went, where the fuck am I? I was scared. But after that, you know, you started seeing Latinas coming in wearing cowboy hats. I thought, man, this place can't be too dangerous. And um, I can't remember the last time I was uh, intimidated by a woman. But um, I was, I'd had a couple drinks and they'd been walking in and I was behaving, yada, yada, yada. And then this group of four chicks walked in, dude. Like when I joke about far right Latinas, you know, I'm talking about like um, Yannette Garcia and like, uh, you know, shit like that. Like I'm just, I'm just talking about Latinas in general. I'm not really actually talking about like far right Latinas, but I saw some far right Latinas, dude. And I got nervous. I was like, I cannot shoot. I, I melted. One of them even had a face tattoo, dude. One of them had a face tattoo and I fell in love. <laughs> Straight up, dude. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to say to this chick? She's probably got one of these fucking dudes where not a single one of them was under like 250 pounds. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, 
the actual real life far right Latinas, man, they don't they don't fuck around, dude. They're intimidating. <laughs> They're very intimidating. I'm just kidding, dude. They're not. Einskard. Uh Einskard. The other thing about Cal- the other thing about California. I had to work on my pronunciation there. I'm so worn out from speaking and hearing my own voice. So I really hope this episode isn't terrible. Cause like I said, I've been recording an audiobook and it's one thing writing a book because you got to go back through it and read it and proofread it and rewrite it and edit it and do all those type of things. And then you release the book and you're so sick of it. And then people start asking for an audiobook. And I was like, well, I can do that. And then you read it and then you, you read the whole thing and you realize, okay, this is a completely different art form in itself. I need to reread it because I read it really shitty. So now I read it for the second time. And then you got to go through and listen to it multiple times to make sure there aren't too many errors. Oh God, excuse me. So I'm really fucking sick of hearing my own voice. But so back to the point, we went to this uh, spooky tiki bar and um, I, I got a straw, right? And so California, you can't have normal straws. And they have these weird paper straws. I thought it was a coconut flavored straw. So I, cause it had, it was black on the outside and then on the inside it had this like white coating and so I'm just trying to like lick around on it. I'd be like, oh, these flavored straws. This is kind of cool. And then I was informed that it was just a paper straw to save the turtles. And uh, I got really pissed off. And then I went to the ocean and I grabbed a turtle out of the ocean and I killed him with my bare hands. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's see how much time do we have left? I'll tell you, uh, one little funny racist story before I get out of here. So I was at the, the grocery store with my sister and she's got little kittens and, uh, which the little kittens are adorable by the way. And, um, we're walking in the store and she was like, have we walked by the cat food aisle? And then I looked over and I saw that we were by the Asian food aisle and I said, no, but here's the cats are food aisle. Oh, how about that for some racism? I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> All right. We're going to wind this bitch down. You know what I'm saying? Because once we get this bitch wind down, um, is there anything else I want to talk? I had this like thing about uh, OnlyFans that I wanted to talk about, about... <sighs> I guess let's talk about the strip club. We use strip club or OnlyFans as an example, since I think I'm going to call this episode I'm a feminist. We're just going to keep talking about feminism issues. Um, if I go to the strip club, right, am I a pig because I'm in there sexualizing women and objectifying them? Or am I a feminist because I'm supporting women who are confident in their body and financially supporting them because they made the choice to be there and use their bodies to make money. So which one am I? I would never go to a strip club because I find it demeaning towards myself. But um, yeah, make that one make sense, you know? That's what chicks do, dude. Chicks will use their tits to manipulate men and then get mad about the nipple being sexualized, you know? Y'all want your motherfucking cake and eat it too. And I don't blame you. If I could do that, I would do that. But nobody gives a shit about my struggles, which is great, but also annoying. Um, I don't know, bro. 
All right, we're going to check out. All right. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Please leave a rating. Please leave a review. Um, please tell somebody about the pod. Please go to my YouTube channel. Add me on whatever you want to add me on. And uh, appreciate you guys. Go buy the book, The Petty Principles, on Amazon or Barnes and Nobles. And uh, it's only 12 bucks. It's 12 bucks. That's less than you'll spend at the bar. Okay. That's less than you'll spend on one shitty drink or. Or when you go to script Joe and the lap dances, how much is a lap dance? Aren't are they like forty bucks with inflation? They're probably like seventy now. Probably seventy. Just have some chick rubber fucking butt cheeks all over your clothes after she just did it to a bunch of other people. Huh. I remember one time I went to the strip club with my buddies, and uh, it was this joke where my buddy Nate one time ordered a glass of milk at like Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. And the like hood ass waitress kind of, she's like, she's like, motherfucker, you want milk? Like she thought it was funny. And so we started giving him shit about ordering milk. So we started just ordering 2% everywhere. And then we went to the strip club and uh, they said it was a two drink minimum. And then he ordered some 2% and they took it as like a sexual joke towards the, the, the waitress. And then we, he got kicked out. I can't remember if we all got kicked out, but I know for sure he got kicked out. And then, uh, yeah, cool story, bro. All right, I'll check in with you guys later. Have a great week. Go do what you got to do, and I appreciate y'all. Pity out. There's a time for living. The time keeps on flying. Think you're loving, baby, and all you're doing is crying. Can you feel Ah, those feelings real Look at your game, girl Look at your game, girl What a mad delusion Living in that confusion Frustration and doubt Can you ever live without the game? The sad, sad game And you can't be true You can tell those lies, baby But you're only fooling you Can you feel Ah, those feelings real Look at your game, girl oh, look at your game, girl If you can't feel And the feelings ain't real Then you better stop trying Crying, stop trying, or you're gonna play crying. That's the game.